Elizabeth Chapel, a lifelong entrepreneur who finally found my niche. After years of new ideas and jumping from business to business, I figured out how to turn a craft into a successful career. In 2016, I started a monthly subscription box for quilters. That little startup has grown into a thriving, multiple six-figure business that I am so proud of. As a published author, designer of fabrics and patterns being sold throughout the world, my favorite thing to do is to teach others how to grow a career of their dreams. Each week you'll hear from me or from other guests who are creative entrepreneurs, so you can learn exactly what to do and what not to do to grow a career that's more rewarding and successful than you ever thought possible. If you're ready to turn your craft into a career that you love, I am so excited you're here. Welcome to the Craft to Career podcast. Welcome to episode 144. Today is Friday and there are six days left in February, which means there are six days left to leave a review for the podcast and be eligible for a one-on-one coaching call with me. You can use that coaching call as a future podcast episode, or it can just be between you and me, and you can ask any business questions that you want. I'll be choosing a handful of people in all different levels of business, beginning, middle, who've been in it for a while. Uh, Just leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Email me and let me know at hello at quilterscandy.com, and you will be entered. I'm going to read a review from Alexis. It's Lexis Lexis. Alexis says, the best by far, my favorite podcast. This is by far the best podcast for creatives, no matter if you're a business owner or not. I just started listening at the end of 2023, and I truly cannot begin to express how much this has helped many aspects of my life. So Alexis, thank you so much. I am glad that you're here. Welcome. You're kind of a newer listener, and I'm glad that the podcast has been helpful for you and not just business, but like all the aspects of your life. And today's episode is in fact an episode that can help all aspects of your life. So it's obviously going to be beneficial for business, but I can't wait to share this with you. So it's, it's, I call it a secret tip, but I, I hadn't heard of it until recently, but it's how to grow your business or how to fill in the blank, how to do anything. And there is a method that I'll share with you that can help with anything. It's called the inversion method. I know, what the heck is that? You're asking, what is the inversion method? So this is something that I heard about from Alex Hermosi, who heard about it from Charlie Munger. And if you're like, who, who, who? So Charlie Munger was Warren Buffett's best friend. And he just passed away at the age of 99. He was like a month shy of being 100. A super successful person, both you know financially and personally and Philanthropically, he gave so much. So a really great role model in all regards. So also a really smart person. So Charlie taught this method and he does not claim it as his own. I mean, Einstein used it many, it's probably been used since the dawn of time. But if you don't know it, how can you use it? So let's talk about what the inversion method is. So this inversion method, basically what you do is you look at the result that you want And you ask yourself, how do I get the opposite of that? 
So for example, Charlie, he was a meteorologist in World War II. He had the responsibility of looking at the weather to keep the pilots safe. So he asked himself, what would I do if I wanted to kill all of the pilots? So obviously this is the opposite of what he wants. He wants to keep them all alive, but this is the inversion method. You flip your result to what you don't want because it's a lot easier for us to think of the things we shouldn't do. So for him, you know, the things he thought of was like, make sure that they would fly in icy conditions so that their planes, and I don't know, plane stuff, but I guess they get too icy and they would crash. Also make sure that they run out of fuel before they can land. So now he can just flip those things. Okay, make sure to avoid even slightly icy conditions and give them plenty of time to land so they can get fuel. So let's look at how this can work in other aspects of our lives. Uh, let's take our health. Let's say the goal is I want to live a long, healthy life. So let's flip that. Let's do the inversion of that. How, what could I do to die as soon as possible? Okay, and our answers might look different. So things that I listed out, I would eat lots of fat and sugar. I would eat all the time, never stop drink a lot of alcohol, smoke, do recreational drugs, do high-risk things, activities, speed in my car, get involved with dangerous people who, who are also likely to die soon. So now I'm going to flip that and just do the opposite. So avoid sugar and fat. Don't drink alcohol. Don't smoke. Don't do drugs. Avoid high-risk activities. Don't speed in my car, wear a seatbelt. I guess I would say don't wear a seatbelt if I want to die soon. Um, surround myself with uplifting people who live the kind of life I want. So that's just an example of this inversion method. It's incredibly powerful. And I mean, the reason is our, our minds are much, much quicker to think of the things we shouldn't do, to think of the negative. I mean, it's just kind of how our minds work. So I want to dive into this and look at it with business specifically. So let's say that I want to earn more money. So let's try this inversion process and I'll go through this with you. Let's say instead I want to lose all my money. I don't want to earn a single cent. I want to go in the red with my business. So things I would do if I want to go like not bankrupt, like I just want to be a financially not successful business. First of all, I would give away my product for free. I wouldn't charge a thing. I would make sure it was really terrible quality, that people hated it. I wouldn't tell anybody that I was selling anything. I would make it really boring. I would make it also really replaceable. Like nobody really cares because they can find that everywhere else they look. Um, Let's see, what else do I have on my list? Oh, find people who are who don't like it. So like go to people who think that's crap or that's boring or find people who can't afford it. So now let's flip that. So I would want to sell something that's not easily found anywhere else. And I'm literally, I've written down these things that I wrote what not to do and I've just flipped them. Number two, make it so cool and unique that people are intrigued Three, charge for it and charge more for it. Four, tell people about it. Build an audience. 
make it the best quality possible so that people are like, oh my gosh, this was amazing. Did you see this? Sell it to people who can afford to buy it and sell it to people who like that thing. So if you're selling, I don't know, cat food, don't go and sell it to people who own birds. You know, find the right kind of people. Make it even more specialized so that no one else is offering that thing and give more. Make it so valuable that they're like, I, can you believe all that's included in this? So now as I'm listening through those things, I was thinking, but what if in that list, for example, I said, build an audience. What if with that, you're like, but I don't know how to do that. Well, just uh, break it down even more. Do the inversion of that. So let's take building an audience and flip it. And we're going to do the inversion of just that because I know a lot of my audience is like, but how do I do that? So let's talk about if we want to do the opposite, we want to lose an audience. We want to make sure that no one is following. We have zero audience. What do we do? We don't show up anywhere. <laughs> we aren't on a platform. We, we aren't accessible to people. Uh, we confuse people. We switch what we're talking about and selling so that they don't really understand what we offer. We have ugly photos so that people look at our product and they're like, no, thanks. Be rude, be annoying, never respond to them, never show up, never post. So now we just take what I did. I won't do that. You can listen to it or do your own list and just do the opposite of those things. You know, just flip it and do the opposite. So it's so much easier for us to go in and think of what not to do. So do that, do make a list of what, what do I want? What's the result that I want? And then ask yourself the opposite. How would I do the opposite of that and write those things down and then invert it again, do the opposite of those things. So I want to kind of dive into um, some of the things that I talked on in that list and just give examples of what I'm talking about. So in that inversion process, I said, so in that inversion process, I said, you know, we want to find people who can afford what you sell. Now, I I can hear that and I can hear that people might be like, that's not okay. Like, that sounds really elitist and exclusive. Uh, but here's the, let me give a, an example, a story of this. There was a, a woman and she was really great at helping people build their resumes so that they could get a job. So she would work with people who were unemployed and she, I mean, a hundred percent success rate, like unheard of a hundred percent. Everyone who worked with her got hired at a job. Here's the problem. Those people are unemployed. They cannot afford to pay her. So does that mean that she shouldn't offer or do that? That's completely up to her. However, the reality of life is we need to earn an income. There are things in life that cost money. And so there is no shame in having a job. I, we all have to earn an income one way or the other. So don't make money the enemy. It is okay to charge money for things. And it's okay to be successful. There's even this, you know, I, especially among females where there's this like, oh, but I shouldn't charge that much or I don't deserve that. Or at a certain point, I don't need more money, so I shouldn't have it. But here's the deal. Let's take that woman who is helping people get a resume 
Let's say that she's a billionaire and she's got so much success now that she all of a sudden has this time that she can now serve people for free. The more success you have, the more you are able to help others, whether it's with your time or with your money. So let's not make success the enemy. You know, we want to have success and we want to be able to to help others out. But with your business, you have to charge. You have to be earning money or else it's a charity. And that's fine. Charities are great. We need them. I love them, support them. But when we are talking about business and that's what this podcast is about, then we're talking about earning money. So you need to find people who can afford to buy what you are selling. So in that example of the the woman who's helping people who don't have a job, that's not a great audience to earn money from because they don't have a job. They can't pay you. So look for an audience, a place where people are able to pay and sell to them. And then you want to find people who find value with what you have. And here's another story that I really love about finding people who value what you have. So a son, his dad has an old car and he's like, here you go, son, you can have this car. You can sell it for whatever it's worth. Try a few different places, see what what they'll give you for it. So he goes to a local, I don't know, I guess I'd call it a trash yard. I don't know what you call it because I'm not really a car person, but where you can go and sell for parts. And they're like, uh, yeah, I, I'd give you about $1,000 for the parts. And he's like, uh, okay. And then he goes to a local car dealership and they're like, okay, I mean, it, it would take some work, but you know, it runs. We'd give you about $5,000 for it. And his dad's like, you know, try the antique dealership. So the son goes to the antique dealership and they look at the car. They're like, oh my goodness, this is a one of a kind, 1960, you know, whatever, all the details. We'll pay you 10,000 for this. So it's the same car. It's just people find it to be of different value. So find the people who value what you have and sell to them. And try to tune out the people who are like, I can't believe you're charging that much for that. They obviously don't find the value in it. And that's okay. You are finding the people who do find value that they do want to pay for that thing. They they're able to, and they, they find value in that. And that is a successful business. That is where you, you can really stand out and have success. So I want you to try this out. Do the inversion for whatever it is that you're struggling with. If you have a list of five things and you think, okay, but number three, I don't know how to do that. Then zone in and invert that as well. Kind of like what we did with building an audience. So try to self-combust. Try to, what? how could I really detonate this thing or really make it, plummet and crash, you know, how could I really ruin this? Take the thing that you want and think, how could you just run it to the ground and make it a complete failure? And then do the opposite of those things. This is such a great little hack, such a great secret for your business. So really, I really invite you to take some time and do this, like write it down, grab a piece of paper, write it down. It's cool to hear it on the podcast and like, oh yeah, I like that idea. But if you take the time to sit down and write it down, it's really powerful. Uh, So give that a try. 
And again, if you've not left a review for the podcast, take just a second. It's just a swipe of the thumb, a tap of the finger. And that would mean the world to me and more importantly to someone else who could find the podcast and it could help them with their business. So thank you for being here on the Craft a Career podcast. Have a wonderful week and I'll see you right back here next Friday. Bye.